0: There was Cain, what did Eve say when she saw Cain? Anybody know what she said? God had promised her to send a deliverer. She said, surely I've got me a man from the Lord. This is Thank the God. guy that's gonna take away my sin. Okay, but Cain didn't, Cain wasn't the guy, was he? Who, who did God receive? He rejected Cain and received so what? Abraham. Abel. He didn't take the first, he took the second. There was Saul, there's David. There's the first, There's you'll see it also if you look at the Hebrew language, the Old Testament,
1: Look at what, uh, when uh, Jacob blessed um,
0: when Joseph, Joseph's, Joseph's sons bl- Joseph his you know, arms, yeah, when Joseph, blessed uh, the second Yeah, yeah when Jacob he, bl- he, bl- he blessed Ephraim. And he, and he said, no, Dad, the first is Manasseh. He said, what I have done, what I've I've done. done. it's the rejection. And you're going to see, look, God wasn't just doing that for nothing. God is setting up. God's, he's trying to reveal to the Jews what he's going to do. And they're not willing to give up. They're not willing to give up the high, the lofty, the religious, all the things for the lowly. But he's going to show you. You'll see that even in the language change, yeah. God was at work in the way. Not just the words he said, but the way in the, in the way he wrote the Bible. Well, you got four hundred years of no word, but you're going to find. Uh, I don't read those apocryphal books. and I would really, I would really uh, encourage you not to read. I'd rather really read history books and apocryphal. Why do, books. They, why do they take them out? Well they're not they're not canonized. They're not they don't meet the they, they were all the way up in the original King James. They don't meet the standard of the canon. They don't meet it. Uh, people added it <laughs> who made that decision? They don't meet it. They have things that are not biblical. There's extra biblical literature, there's things that are not golly, there's things that don't that, that are not miracles, there's fables, there's things that there's things in there that's not biblical. They didn't belong, they're not canon. They did not meet what Moses said, they didn't meet what uh, Joshua said. They didn't mean what Isaiah said. They didn't mean what Jeremiah said. It, The canon falls together. And anything that doesn't fit is rejected. It's not God's word. There's a way to tell. It's prophetic. It's, it's true. God it's, breathed. Not, huh? not God breathed. it's not God-breathed. It's not God-breathed. It wasn't God-breathed. It was man-breathed. They're, they're good books, but they're not divine. That's the problem. You weren't here for the first thing. Here's what you got to do in this class, in our church. you got to believe that God wrote that Bible, or you're not going to make it here. I see Amen. If God didn't breathe every word of that, then you're going to get very offended as we teach young people here to follow because we believe that God wrote every word in all 66 books, and it is closed. Amen. Amen. It has been closed, and it was closed for a reason. But we're going to get into that eventually. But there was 400 years, there was no word. It was absolutely solid. If you can believe it, if you don't believe it, just look at what happened to them. Nothing happens. Nothing significant happens to the Jews when they come back from Babylon, ever. There's nothing happens. All of a sudden, there's silence. Guess who shows up? John the Baptist. Uh, John the Baptist shows up. Guess who shows up? Jesus. Uh, Jesus Christ, the descendant of the descendant of Judah, the king and Judah and of the king of David. he's he's the descendant of Judah and the king of Judah David. He was known as the king of the Jews. Yeah. So when he does, you follow this whole line down there, but you're going to see that they were looking for this. This is why, this is why they missed him. He didn't come high and lofty. He didn't come eloquent. Huh? He came common. He came very, very common in the
2: I think it's significant in the book of Luke where he wouldn't let Simon or Simeon die. Until he prophesied over Jesus. Exactly. And he lifted him up and he said, Behold, a Savior to the Gentiles. He didn't say a Savior to the Jews.
0: He was known as King of the Jews. Remember what they put over his head when he died? Yep. King Amen. of the Jews. Amen. They told Pilate, Take it down. What did he say? I said what, what I, I said. written what I've written. Well, Jesus comes on the scene. And here's the problem. You're going to see it in the scripture, if you see what's going on, You'll see what God is doing. God is God is setting up. Everything's a setup for this guy. Everything is a setup for him. It ain't about astronomy. It ain't about astrology. It's, it's not about earth's minerals. It's not about what's... Done. That stuff is wonderful. It's true. All of it's true. But the Bible is about... It's a setup for this guy. Who's this guy?
2: Jesus. Jesus.
0: Amen. Every single thing, all 39 books. I call them the first 39. The first 39 have a purpose. And Paul tells us the purpose. We don't even have to guess what the purpose is. I mean, Paul lays it out. Amen. Paul said it was a schoolmaster. Anybody know what a schoolmaster is? I teach you. In Galatians chapter 3 through 5, Paul says it was a... He actually calls it two covenants. He calls it two mountains, Mount Sinai and Mount Zion. He calls it Hagar, and he calls it uh, Isaac. There's, I mean, there's, t- there's two of them. That, that Sarah threw Hagar out. That was Ishmael, the son of the flesh. And he received the son of promise, which was Isaac. Uh, the son of promise. It wasn't about Isaac, but it was about the promise of God. Who is And Paul says that it was until the what to come. He, he gave the whole argument in Galatians on one word, until what was to come, the seed. Amen. He didn't say seed. He even, he even defines it there. He goes further. He said, Not as of seeds of many, but he said seeds want. of one. Because there never was any language, any salvation here. Right. there was never any salvation there unless they were looking you? forward you say how would they do that well they did they did the ones who were looking forward saw Jesus when he came
2: Hebrews the, 11
0: huh? Hebrews 11 the ones, the ones who were looking forward saw but again I, what, we wanna, what I want to show you is the difference as we get to looking through this thing this is a beautiful language Hebrews, Hebrew is beautiful and if God had wanted to speak Hebrew and make everyone learn Hebrew and translate it from Hebrew to Greek and so forth, he would have done so. Right. But the Holy Spirit intentionally, this is what people don't understand. He, the Holy Spirit wrote the Bible. Paul didn't write the Bible. Peter didn't write the Bible. John didn't. Who wrote the Bible? Either Holy they wrote Spirit. it or the Holy Spirit did. Holy Spirit. If, if It was a mixture of the two. You have part man, part God. So you can't believe it. But if God breathed those words, then the Holy Spirit intentionally Intentionally, use the common language of the day. Intentionally, he was—he was signifying to the Jew. He was signifying that the Old Testament is closed. All the old things have passed away. The old—all—but that's—you don't y'all know—that's the hardest thing to do in Christianity. Yep. It's the hardest thing to do. It's hard. But we have to walk by faith, not by sight. But we were considered—we were called Gentiles. We were considered, this is what even Jesus said. This came out of Jesus' mouth. Yeah. Dogs. Yeah. Why would they call us dogs? Because we were, come on, say beneath it. You're yeah. You're beneath that. And that's okay. That's okay. That's the, way that, that's the way they were set aside. They were set aside, holy, uh, sanctified, different. Their clothes were different. They walked different. They talked different. They ate different. Everything about them was different for a reason. They were set apart. And they look down on people as dogs. Even Jesus used this term. So I, I, it's not a bad term for us. It's pretty <laughs> adequate for the Gentiles. Amen. Because Gentiles really did act like dogs. I mean, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. There was no drunken Jews. Not one. No. There was, adultery was almost unheard of. If it was, if you if it was heard of, well, let me just say it was unheard of. But what happens if you heard of it? What happens? You, get stoned. you headed to the you were headed to the temple. Mm-hmm. They fix the stone you. They fixed kill you and her, him and her and all this that would come out. So they, they were really a good people. You didn't see see them drunk. They were out smoking. It was around. Now, don't the man's legs they were stuck there back then. They weren't they weren't high. They were faithful to their children. They'd done what they're supposed to do. They were good people. On the other hand, the, the Gentiles were like dogs. They cursed. They were coarse. They were vulgar. They had these crazy temples. They they they, they dressed funny. Uh, of course. I mean, they they were a coarse people. So of course. And this and this is what, but in the middle of this thing, guys, this is what God's doing. Right. In the middle, God drops Jesus Christ in the middle of these two cultures, right in the middle. Boom. At the right time, <coughs> He drops them in there, and the Jews are going, no way I'm following Him." There ain't no way. He's not on a horse. He don't have a sword. He's not, he's not talking about Caesar Augustus. He's not going around condemning Caesar Augustus. The most wicked man of that day was Caesar Augustus. Those those Caesars slept with boys. They were pedophiles. They were perverted. Jesus never mentions their perversion. He never mentions their, their governorship. He never denounces it. Matter of fact, he said, render...
2: I'll just remember the Jesus
0: guy come to him and said, "Sir, do we need to pay taxes?" You remember when he said that? You may remember that. He said, "Sir, do we need to pay taxes?" Pay what
2: belongs. You? And tell him to go get it fit. Oh Someone wait! Jesus said, give me a
0: what? <laughs> coin, but that you know, I, 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 I wish. I'm I not know, I know. I'm not know about it. He said, "Show me a coin." He said, "Who's inscription is on that coin?" Uh, what did he say? Caesar. You know what I wished? I wish Jesus would have said, "Whose image is on you?" Amen. I wish he would have said that. He coined the phrase, right? I wish he would have coined that phrase right there. But all my life, when I got there, I always thought, I wish that Jesus would have just said, "Whose image?" Because he said, "Render unto Caesar." See, I think the guy missed it. He did. Render unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's, or render unto God the things that are God's, and he, he could have and turned around and said, "Whose image is on you?" Though we may be badly marred and scarred and deeply flawed, and we are, we are stamped in His image.
2: Amen. <laughs>
0: and men have a very special place in what we do. And that's one of the things you guys I'm not ashamed of that we are a male-led church. I'm not ashamed of that. I'm not ashamed to teach first and second Timothy. I'm not ashamed of that. I'm not ashamed to denounce that we don't let women preach. I'm not ashamed of that. Amen. It's biblical. That's right. I I'm not proud, I'm not I don't I'm not a male show this pig. <laughs> I I personally and I, I know you men get married. Me, I think the women are a lot more loyal than most of our men. They are. They're loyal. Amen. I mean them women will stay dead dead to your part, but The men are, you know, they'll get duke it out when we want to fight. The women will stay loyal. Uh so but that doesn't mean that uh they don't have that we don't have different roles. That's what I'm saying. We we follow the roles that Paul gave us through the Holy Spirit in first and second Timothy, that we don't gotta sidetrack. But we are dogs, we were dogs. And our language is crude language is simple language uh it's hard to, it's hard to bring across in the vernacular of our day just how crude the greek language is the, the hebrew could speak one word and mean five it had be five sentences you, all, of, all of a sudden it, it just explodes it's pregnant with meaning and, and it made you think it made you wonder but the greek just said it is and that's what it was Amen. and it was so simple It wasn't complicated. It was like simple. It was was the opposite of what I was when I came to Jesus. See, I don't understand how simple people come to Jesus and get complicated. Because I was very complicated. And I came to Jesus and he simplified everything I do because it's just him. There's a funnel in history that funneled straight to him. That God was in Christ reconciling Reconciling, the world unto himself. That everything about this world has to. If you ever get in your head, it doesn't matter what happens here. It doesn't matter if they march through the streets uh, with, with uh, and take us by the hair of the head, or if they march through the street and give us thousand dollars a day. It, it's all the same. That we're marching toward the end of God. That God has a plan. That's right. And it does and, and we're part of that plan. But as you begin, as we begin to look back through the Bible, we're going to you're going to see. You go, wow, man, that's beautiful. That's awesome. And then Paul writes just, ugh, that's so beautiful. And then it's like, ugh, that's so plain. Remember the description of Esau? I'm going to keep bringing this home. Yep. Esau was strong. He was mighty. He was hairy. He was, the guy, he, was the, he was the son every dad in Mississippi wanted. I mean, he could go out and get you some venison. He could get you a rabbit or two. He could go out. He, I mean, he could probably go out and take a guy. And then he'd talk about What about old Jacob? How did they describe him? He's a plain man <laughs> that dwells in
2: tents. Yeah. See, mom, got, he was mama's boy. You got the
0: Harry Hunter, you got the grand guy, and you got the plain guy. You begin to see the pattern. You'll never, you'll never unsee it the rest of your life. Once you see it, you go. This is what God was doing here. This wasn't just about water in the wilderness. This wasn't just about feeding them with a rock. No. This wasn't just about bread falling from heaven to feed them right then. Jesus says. I am the bread that cometh down from heaven. Amen. See, the first was good. It was bread, but the bread that we got is real bread. Amen. The bread we got don't give physical life. It gives spiritual life. See, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, that's where we'll end in about three months. Paul has a big treatise there about the first and the last. The first man, Adam, was flesh. He brought you Death. The second man was who? Jesus. Jesus Christ. He brought you, he was spiritual, and he brought you eternal life. See, there was the first, the flesh is rejected, and there's the second, is received. Once you see it, you'll never unsee it. Turn to your Bible to Acts chapter 8, verse 26. 826. and yeah. yeah.
2: who had charge of all her treasure and had come to Jerusalem for to worship was returning and sitting in his chariot read read, Esaias the prophet then the spirit said unto Philip go near and join thyself to this chariot and Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah, and said, "Understandest thou what thou readest?" And he said, "How can I accept some man should guide me?" And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit
0: with him. Okay, hold up. Stop right there. I didn't want you to go all the way. I'm sorry. Right, last week I brought you. I brought you here for a reason. Last week we ended on the disciples on the road to Emmaus. That's right. anybody Anybody remember what was happening there?
2: They was complaining about the death of Christ, and Christ come up to them.
0: They were sad, weren't they? They were brokenhearted, They were. These were actually look. These were disciples, guys. These were people that was close to Jesus. Look, they watched him die, and they did not know what had happened. Now, you, now. He walked behind them and he began to talk to them. But the Bible says he done what he- He went all the way back. He, he, he opened their eyes. Okay. And starting with the beginning. Genesis. Where's the beginning? Who's the Genesis. beginning? Genesis. He started in the beginning where Moses began to write. Yeah. Who did they follow? Moses. Moses, and they rightly so. They were followers they submitted to Moses. But see what people forgot to do and this is what happens in religion. Instead of submitting, they, instead they were not submitting to Moses. They should have been submitting to God. God. Amen. But they said, We believe Moses. So you get to the place, that's the point I wanted to make y'all right off the bat what we're doing. You get to the place where you're going to believe this is God's word, or that's this man. And if it's a mixture, you, your whole life will be your whole life will be just Crazy when you get to the place where you believe that's God breathed every word, it's over with. You are done deal. It's a change in your life. It's a change like the light comes on your light bulb. You know, there's a lot of questions you don't have to answer any ask anymore. They were following Moses and rightly so, but Moses was leading them to Jesus. If, if Paul's telling them the truth, and he is, if Moses was leading them to Jesus. But they were staying with who? Moses. See what I'm saying? They were staying with Moses. So, Jesus opened their eyes and and starting at Moses and the prophets, he revealed what the Messiah be. Who had, who had to open their eyes?
2: Jesus.
0: These were Jews. These were high, lofty. These were different dressers, different eaters. These weren't cussers. These weren't drunks and drug addicts and womanizers. These were... God fearing, holy people, and they had no idea what the Old Testament said. Yep. They didn't know what it represented. And this is the problem. People look at the old trying to, to figure out some mysteries, and the only way to figure out the old is to go to Jesus Amen. and let Jesus tell you what it is. Amen. Jesus told those guys exactly what Moses meant. Moses says, For God, after I'm gone, God shall rise raise up another prophet and he will he will heal his people of their sins. Amen. Joshua did not heal Israel of their sins. Saul definitely did not <laughs> heal the people of their sins. And David could not heal people. And Solomon may God bless him and all of his uh adulterous and, and pornographic affairs could not. Rehoboam could not Jeroboam could not all the prophets from Isaiah down to Malachi, none of them could heal them of their sins. There's only one guy could do it. Jesus. So I'm bringing you here again tonight. Here's another place. Here's a guy from Ethiopia, but he's a worshiper of God. He comes to Jerusalem. He's a Jew. He's come to Jerusalem. Or he's a proselyte. He, he is, he's coming to Jerusalem every year to worship. They're dispersed. They're dispersed throughout the kingdom, but he's still hanging on to this. What he knows, he's still coming to Jerusalem once a year. He's still coming paying his homies. He's still bringing his lamb. He's doing what he's supposed to do. But he has no clue what he's reading. He has no clue. He can read, but he do not know what it is. So, what does Philip, what does the Holy Spirit want Philip to do?
2: Reveal Christ. Look,
0: look, Look what he does. Listen to this what he says. He said, The place of the scripture which he read is this He was like a sheep to the slaughter. And a lamb come before his shearer, so he opened not his mouth. In his humiliation his judgment was taken away, and who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. And the eunuch answered, Philip, I say thee, who speaketh the prophet of himself or some other man? Right. See, this was the problem. One of the prophets said, I see a man who is a worm and no man. Another prophet said, "Well, I see a man that's the bright and shining star, the morning star." Another one says, "Well, I see a righteous branch." And one says, "I see one born of a virgin. What is this? Y'all see you see the dilemma? What is this? And then here's Isaiah saying he was like a lamb led to the slaughter. He'd opened not his mouth. When he was reviled, he reviled, not back. He said, "By his stripes we are healed." I mean, Isaiah's describing a slaughter of an innocent. They go, who is, you know why they don't understand? The Holy Spirit had not yet been given. They were given little tits. That's why I tell people, you go back in those shadows and you will die back there. You will die in those shadows. Those were shadows and those were symbols and signs to point to the one. Remember what the writer of Hebrews said? If you ever go to that book, remember it's written to the Hebrews yep. that were trying to go back to the law. Yep. He tells right off the bat, you're trying to go mm. back. He's talking about Hebrew people who were going back under the law. He said, if you go back there and sin willfully, that's the willful sin. Going back and putting yourself back in those commandments and laws and rules and restrictions and clothes. He said, there is no more sacrifice for you. <laughs> because Jesus takes away the veil. So he says, who's he talking about? And Philip opened his mouth and began the scripture and preached unto him who?
2: Jesus. Jesus.
0: See, it's the preaching of Jesus. And I'm going to tell you right now, this word Jesus right here in the Greek is not Yeshua. It's not. It is like Jesus. Hebrew. Huh? That's Hebrew. Hebrew. But it's not. But he could have put Yeshua because it is the equivalent. It is the equivalent. Joshua, Yeshua, they're the same word, but they're different variations of it. But the Holy Spirit didn't choose. The, you know, in, in the New Testament, I you use words of the They're actually Hebrew words that's mixed up in the Greek. But this isn't one of them. Nope. But that's Latin, though. Jesus is, right? Well, Jesus, but it comes from the word Yesu, which is Greek. It is... The, the, Jesus Jizu. It is a, The Greek is Yesu, which is the Latin brings out ye, Jesus. It is the word Jesus, not Joshua. Now, what does that word mean in Greek? Well, it is the equivalent of Joshua. It's it would be what you call Joshua, but it doesn't translate. And he could have used the word Joshua. He could have used the word Yeshua and kept it intact is what I'm saying. But God deliberately detached it.
2: Made it common.
0: He made it, say it again. He made it, he,
2: made it he made it common.
0: He made it common. He made it common. He made Jesus common. He was a common man. Jephah would say this all the time. The Catholic believe the Greek was the very first language. It is, it is, the, it is the language of the New Testament. Well, no, I'm talking. About they they believe it was the They're wrong language. They're definitely wrong. Hebrew. This beautiful, this she beautiful, would, she would, she would, this be beautiful, this beautiful, majestic, flowery, beautiful, pregnant, uh, amazing Hebrew language. It, it blows the Greek away. There ain't no comparison. But God didn't use. He used it with His people. But when He come to Jesus, see the Greek language, even in the way I to you, even in the way God used the language He uses. It's going to be the embodiment of the person that Jesus was. He was common. He was just like you, or like him, or like him. Well, you think you
1: think about, say, Judah. Uh, Jesus comes from the lineage of Judah and his daughter-in-law Both. through a
0: trick. Through a trick of a girl.
1: Uh, she pretended to be a prostitute. Exactly.
0: Tomorrow. The, the, that
1: was Tamar. Yeah, Tamar. And then you, you look, at, look at the lineage of Jesus. It's very common. It's just, it's just it's mixed, up. mixed up. It's not a pure, well, I'm not going to say a pure uh, as far as the bloodline. I'm it's not a moral. Moral. It's not, moral. It's not a moral route right that was taken to bring Jesus here.
0: But he, he could didn't be, but he could be clean and pure, even though he came from that tribe in that lineage, because where did his blood come from? God,
1: right. Right. The
0: Father. Right. See, if you know anything, this is biology one-on-one. The, the child comes from the male, folks. Look, Amen. I don't care. If they, we, we may people may get angry. Man gives the baby. The woman catches the baby. Amen. She catches the the and puts it in the egg. She has the egg. The baby goes in there. The seed goes in there. The, the seed comes from the male. The blood comes from man. So the blood that we have of Jesus come from heaven. So Jesus, even the way that He came, that's what I'm trying. To, that's what I'm trying to show you. If you if you'll look at, when you read your Bibles, don't get afraid. This is beautiful. The Old Testament, if you, if you, and this ain't literary style. I hate for the Bible. And say, well, that's a great literary book. Well, it's it's full of, full of literary style, but it's beautiful the way God put it together. It's beautiful because it's tried and, and true. You know, even the way uh, Joy made a good point, and it's a point where people said, why are those books uh, exempted? But we've gone over that the last two weeks. Is the way the can the way God initiated when He first wrote the Word? He said, "Here's my standard. Here's the canon." Everybody will bow down to Moses. There's going to be a, there is the rod, here is the canon, and that's how they measured God's word. It's everywhere. Does that meet Moses' standard? Did it meet Isaiah's standard? You know, if it don't, it's not. That's the way God designed it. And so you excluded books that had fables, fairy tales, and things that showed God being a a, a reprobate or propagate. There's all kinds of things in those books. You go, really? They would think that's the word. The words are good books, but they're not divine. Well, here's a question I can't answer is
1: the Jews even tell you, because I took a Hebrew at uh, of uh, Hebrew university in uh, Tel Aviv oh, online, of course. But, uh, they'll tell you, Moses wrote the first five books, the Pentateuch, wrote it. Well, that's wrote it in third person. You would think someone that was writing a book and mentioned themselves, they would say, I, or so I've had that question come up. To
0: me, from people, and I'm, I don't have an answers. He wasn't him. there. He wasn't there. Moses wrote what God told him.
1: God no, no, I'm talking about uh, in, like in Exodus where Moses. Yes, I, I said. At, I
0: said, but Moses. That didn't, would be a book he. But that, God now told you can see where he
1: wrote in a section of it. But, but God Exodus didn't have him to say the word. Where he, he took the Hebrew children yes. back and reviewed what they'd come through up to but that point. But it looks like a narration. And
0: it was, I, 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 but I, it reads I, like a narration. But I mean, it reads like an narration right. for a reason. God, the Holy Spirit, the Zion. But that's the way the Hebrew is written too. That's the magi- that's the majesty of the, that. You just nailed something we're going to get. That's the majesty of the Hebrew language. It leaves you out in me and I. It don't deal with I. It deals with him. The Hebrew language reflects everything about God. The Hebrew language right. is all about Jehovah. It ain't about you, 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 or Moses. It's about God. And so, but at the very end, when it he gets here, he tells him, he says, um, he teaches Jesus Christ. He says, he preached to him, Jesus, as they went on their way, he came to a certain water and the eunuch said, see, here is the water. What does hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, if you'll take a thousand classes, go to church for a year.
2: No, I don't. Huh? I think no. he said no.
0: He said, if thou believest with all of thine heart, thou mayest, and he answered, I believe. That Jesus Christ is the Son of God. See, even the way the language that is used, and we're not going to just beat it and berate it, but I want you to see that God even not just not just the God, the way God was relieved, uh, 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 starting something new. See, so God God said He was going to do something that would make every ear tingle. Could you imagine now? In fairness to the Jewish race. Imagine them being set apart their whole life. Y'all know what Peter said in Acts chapter 10 if you read your Bibles. Yeah. What did Peter say in Acts chapter 10 when God told him to go eat the animals? What did he say? He, he said, what? I ain't never
2: eaten nothing, nothing He clean. really
0: wanted him to go to the Gentiles. That's what he was doing. Yeah. And what did Peter say?
2: He said, I ain't never eaten nothing unclean. He said, not
0: so. Yeah.
1: He told
2: God, no.